0: He cried, he quivered his lip, he method acted his way into tears. And what do you make of the name of Chris Rock's comedy tour that kicked off right after, Ego Death Tour?
1: As soon as I saw that, I laughed, because I knew what it was when I saw that it was the, like, uh, Ego Death Tour. And then it's like, he stood there on stage, like, symbolic of the death of, you know, his ego, because... He didn't fight back. As they look at they look at that as strength. Man, I would have knocked Will ass out. If first off, he wouldn't have made it on stage because if you see somebody coming towards you, you look over to the side if you're in some place like that to see if security is coming. Especially if you know this person is coming towards you and you think it's violent. This person has just told you stop saying this. Quote unquote, and they're coming towards you in a violent manner. Who's going to just stand there and get the shit slapped out of them, so to speak? Nobody. That's the reason I said
0: this is such a big. Um, and this, is like, this is why I Chris is, had his hands behind his back. I think he had was, his hands uh, behind he, his he back. He knew it was coming, and to avoid an inadvertent flinch that would give it and away, he leaned forward. Yes. He
1: leaned forward. And that's what's crazy. Nobody leans into a slap. That's in theater. And then right after that, uh, TMZ posted um, um, a video of Will showing a little boy how to fake a slap.
0: Yes, yes. I referenced that with the other caller. He gave a slap clinic. Yeah. So he's a pro on fake slapping. And you brought up humiliation, right? And I found an article mm-hmm. from 2014 in the Jerusalem Post about a ritual of slapping the king as a humiliation right, and that this would be followed with the king exhibiting tears in order to guarantee an auspicious year for the country. So, after the slap, Chris Rock goes on stage and he cries, he tears, before he even speaks. Right. CNS and, and,
1: and the thing is, I think that where the problem comes in is this. When I called you last time and we were talking about just the whole uh, Shakespearean thing and, you know, and the plays and the world, I think that people aren't making the basic correlation that when we mention things like um, uh, the world stage and actors and things like that, they aren't really uh, connecting it to Hollywood. They aren't looking at that it's like with, um, uh, we're telling them that your favorite of celebrity whom you see in movies, television shows, uh, commercials, um, et cetera, they also um, uh, they affect world politics. They affect world politics because I'm gonna tell you something. Obama said something years ago when he was when he was um, he said um, in a speech that every black kid won't get to grow up and be the next uh, Lil Wayne. And when he said that. What I got from it was he, was he was making an equation. He was, like, um, uh, basically making it to where when you see a celebrity, that was, like, a basic standard that you want to get to. And every president that we have now, they, they always they go for the celebrity. Um, um, because they know that the celebrity is tapped into every level of society, from the older person to the younger person, because younger people are not into politics like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're going to get younger people
1: when you get uh, celebrities. And then, uh, like I said, celebrities go from whomever. um, uh, Your grandparents all the way down to uh, teenagers with different ones. So it's like you could easily use... These NFL players, these NBA players, these rappers, these, these these actors, and now they mingle all of them in together. So it's like I think it confuses people. They think that you're just seeing um, little videos going on where you have um, uh, situations where you have like um, um, like arguments and things going on. Those I think are the real. Uh, distractions. I think when you see these big world stage-like events, I don't think that people really look at um, something like this Will and Jada situation with the um, uh, Chris Rock thing as a big world stage event. Even when it blows over, and it's starting to blow because they know we know. So it's like now they're starting to leak more things and everything. So they're going to have Will go through. His further aspect of his uh, humiliation ritual. While they let Chris Rock go through his, I think is is more a promotion. He didn't get humiliated.
0: No, no. His Not ticket sales went from fifty bucks to eight thousand um, scalpers. Eight thousand dollars, right? Now what?
1: Now, now think about that. What kind of markup is that?
0: Right, it's, it's. I mean, that, it probably, that is that is like what you see when um, in 2020 the highest earning rappers were all dead, and it's because they right. died spectacular public deaths filled with intrigue and drama, and it sells records. And you know what
1: else I'm thinking? For tickets to go, now think about something. That's just like all right. Now, now let's say I call you up and I'm like, "Tell him, uh Chris Rock is in town. Let's go uh, check out Chris Rock. Uh, the ticket's fifty dollars. I got him. I'm." I'm going to go ahead and charge it on my card of $100, whatever. And this situation happens. I haven't bought the tickets yet, but this situation happens. Then I go to buy the tickets, and now the tickets are damn $8,000. What that puts me in the mind of is this insider trading. Think about the people on the back end who knew this was going to happen. And they then and they were already um, in pocket on the ticket sales.
0: Yeah, uh, look, that's that's probably fair because every one of these psyops has had something attached to it. And when when the COVID thing started, Cardi B had blurted something out about how she thought everyone was faking it for the money, and she said she needed some lipo, and she wanted her check, and then right after that, she's heavily invested in PPE, and she's super pro-vax. Yeah, there's money to be made, and I used to spell psyops with a dollar sign, you know, P-S-Y-O-P dollar sign, because, yeah, it's really about money. And he brought up Obama, and he was a student of Alinsky, who really got behind the idea that politics is downstream from culture, And that's why you can see all the children's shows are politicized. You're basically looking at them being educated on how to be good Democrats when they grow up. Because, yeah, they influence them right away. And we see this very pronounced now with all these movies that we've been watching our entire lives. And so to find that the Nutty Professor not only predicted this Jada Smith going after a comedian through her, her spouse thing, but even after... And more recently, she's been talking about that movie and the horrible situation it was for her hair, of all things.
1: And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I think that with the whole situation surrounding her hair, I think that's been like a long uh, preparation coming. Because it's like she started dealing with that like some years ago. And she cut off her hair. It wa it wasn't that long ago, I don't think. But it's like at the same time You know how they kinda how they kinda interlace platforms like okay, they'll start like um she'll cut off her hair maybe like two years ago, two, three years ago like or whatever. She'll start going through uh hair problems like and really start cutting her hair and then it's like right now something like this happens and then it goes in the middle of all of these different uh... women's platforms going on and then you can use it on different other uh... political platforms i think they basically they stage, um... i think uh... basically they set up these situations a few years back with certain things with the jada situation i think all of this started just a few years back and, and the reason I say just a few years back, because it's like people say, oh, well, she's always been like a humiliating Will. Right. Will yeah. has always, his career, don't get me wrong, Will is a phenomenal actor, all of that, a phenomenal rapper, all of that. But Will's entire career has been a humiliation ritual. If you think about it, his entire career when he got into Hollywood, The first movies he did, you know, the, like, uh, Six Degrees of Our Separation and everything, and and then it's like he's always had these roles and different things, and it's like his music has always been um, criticized by the rappers, even though he's respected. Still, he's always been looked at as soft or whatever. I think Will's entire career has been based on um, being kind of like uh, the underdog.
0: Interesting. Now, what do you you make of this? So, one of the things that's been brought up in the context of this new Supreme Court justice, and again, we're looking at a parallel story to Venus going through the Green Tennis Court. Here you have uh, this nominee going through the Supreme Court. And right now, there's a lot of talk about the Crown Act. And what it stands for is, create a respectful and open world for natural hair. And this is something Chris would know about, Chris Rock. He did a documentary on on, uh, this topic. So, Corona, Crown, this thing has PSYOP attached to it, but this is in the background to this whole topic about his joke, so it's another layer to the PSYOP and another connection between Venus Williams and the King Richard story and the parallel in the real world with Justice Jackson fighting up against the uh, Republicans which they say that their attacks against her were seemingly aggressive, borderline racist, and it called back to um, Thurgood Marshall 1967. So, yeah, uh, they tied in this ritual, this psyop, this drama psyop, to this political uh, event that's occurring right now. And again, she's going to be see, sworn in think, on the 4th. See, and I think that that's... I think that when they...
1: um. When these things happen and it um, and it looks like a coincidence, it's just that you're looking at several situations um, um, set, like in promotion, <clears throat> we're looking at like uh, several situations that have been set in motion maybe like a couple years in advance to where when it happens now it looks like a coincidence that it's like, oh, she's going through this, he makes this joke, this happens on the Oscars, so So, no, this was all set in the motion from, from different situations that they already had set up from a couple of years ago. And I think that it's like that's what really has the public stuck, is the fact that you have folks like us who can see these things and make uh, correlations and just uh, see patterns and – And when you ask basic questions, people, I think, I think right now, it's not even so much that it's like we ask questions. I think that what we're starting to uh, uh, see because of the way um, um, censorship has been done, When I told you, I think that there's a censorship on art. And... The only way for you to really censor art, don't get me wrong, once the person has, like, uh, created the art, you've already lost. That's warfare. Once the person has already uh, created the art, you've lost. I think where the war is, is going now is that you're afraid to even be an artist. You have people out here that have very good content, uh, YouTube, for example, very good content channels that would be a lot that would have a lot more people if they didn't shut you down for for having an opinion for being an artist oh yes they have
0: they have created this sense of like they want you to allow the anonymous multitudes of snowflakes to curate your content they want you to gatekeep yourself for fear of offending the wrong person. And even this right. slap to the face, I've seen a number of articles about people who own comedy clubs, comedy club owners mentioning that this could open the door to something ugly, that we shouldn't allow this to be a new standard, that you, you counter speech with violence. And they kind of said nobody in the audience and Jim Carrey remarked on this, how cowardly they were. They were enablers. Nobody in the audience rejected the premise that you never counter free speech with a force. But that kind of didn't even get brought up. (coughs) See, and that's that's something else. That's why I said
1: I don't understand why. And see, okay, you just mentioned Jim Carrey. We already know Jim Carrey is, (laughs) he's a damn grand wizard. But just the fact that, but just the fact that he would even speak out and bring up point that's like very obvious I think what he's doing is he's leaking back into that kind of uh, character that he was like a couple years back where he was kind of he'll start to kind of speak he'll he'll take like a basic question like a person will ask him about something or he'll Uh, see something and make like a comment and he'll go too far down the rabbit hole for most people. I think that that basic point he made, I don't think people understand just asking a basic ass question. Like you mean to tell me all of those folks there, nobody felt any type of way that this man committed a violent act against something that was said as a joke on stage, he didn't wait until he got his award and maybe uh, do something classy and, you know, uh, present something in the speech or something. Nah, you scream out an obscenity uh, several times and then you storm on stage and assault somebody. It's like, come on, man, that's, it makes us look like children, and I think that um, uh, when you were saying, it introduces this premise that it's like if you don't like something, somebody say slap them. Nah, you gonna get a whole bunch of people ass killed.
0: Yeah, exactly, and yeah, and this is again another further erosion of what I thought typified Americans. You know, uh, are views on free speech, I thought it was, we're free speech absolutists, I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend your right to say it, but now, and this is being facilitated by the internet, and then the fear of misinformation the DHS put out there, they're saying, yeah, put on a mask, not for the viruses, but for the mind viruses, put on a meme mask, like they do want us to mask our speech, and I figured that the mask, when I first saw that thing on faces, I I instantly thought, this is some kind of communist Chinese uh, a party that their party is somehow influencing us it's not about the virus it's about shutting the mouth and getting us used to the idea of covering our mouths for fear of harming the collective so the individual can harm the collective they can spread dangerous memes and so force might actually be justified and I actually found articles of various people like uh, Bill and I, the science guy, even suggesting that we had to lock up climate change denialists for this very same reason, so I can make a joke about the Earth not actually being.